0: fairly mild for December, but the fire is in stunning 8K resolution, and the COVID numbers are rising, so we need a little Christmas, and we need it to have all the comforts of a small town in New England, but still be somewhere we can get Indian takeout delivered in 60 minutes or less. And so this week, Rom-Com Killjoys is doing something a little different. Hey folks, Eliza
1: here. And I'm Janelle. Mary Mary from Texas, y'all.
0: And this week, we are not talking specifically about a rom-com. In fact, I guess you could say we're not talking specifically about a movie at all. But we are talking about something that serves a lot of the same purposes as those Hallmark, Lifetime, and Netflix Christmas movies. Something that brings joy and comfort and a cozy holiday feeling into your home, especially if you, like us, are a millennial who's single and lives in a too small apartment and needs whatever little comforts anything can bring this time of year, especially during this, the panorama. So we're going to be talking about one of the strangest internet phenomenons, the Yule Log. We begin with the original, the classic, the OG. This Christmas Eve, when all the wonderful old traditions of this special night are so much in our hearts, WPIX Television and 102 WPIX FM join in presenting another memorable New York tradition, the WPIX Yule Log. On this occasion, 11 Alive and Nothing But Love Songs, 102 WPIX, have preempted all regular programming and commercials to bring you the warmth, good cheer, and friendliness of a Yule Log fire. Accompanied by the most beautiful and familiar Christmas carols. Listen. The WPIX Yule log is a New York tradition. Airing for the very first time in 1966, the Yule log aired every Christmas Eve and/or Christmas in New York City until 1989, when it was taken off the air for, let's be honest, much worse programming. In 2001, popular demand brought it back. And it has been simulcast on the radio, on WPIX, the New York TV station, and of course on several different forms on the internet since then. It is beloved, it is silly, and it really did serve a particular purpose. The idea was that people in New York apartments, most of which of course do not have fireplaces, were looking for something that would give them that traditional Cozy Christmas feel. And so it's a video of a fireplace, some stockings hung up, some Christmas cards on the mantle, and the fire just plays. And then there's music behind it. It's kitschy and it's weird. And when I say it's weird, I mean it. In addition to the stockings that are hung over the fireplace, there's also a rag doll that appears to be staked to the fireplace, for lack of a better term. It's just hanging there on the fireplace as if someone has nailed it in place it's kind of disturbing also the entire yule log video is only a six minute long video that they've just looped so of course the wood never really burns and if you watch it long enough you can start to see the patterns in the fire where it loops at one point the camera zooms in kind of onto the creepy doll and then onto the fireplace and then it zooms out again and then the whole thing repeats every six minutes for like two hours. It was very cheaply made. It was clearly um, a company that needed to make Christmas programming and needed to do it cheap and quick. So someone thought, I know how we can do this really easily. But there's something charming about it and I, as a new yorker who was raised by parents who lived their 20s in new york in the 80s when they could not afford anywhere with a fireplace but they could afford a single television that got the local tv station (laughs) grew up with the yule log as part of our traditions it's funny and it makes us laugh but my family always turns it on at christmas Uh, we turn it on in the morning when we open our presents it makes my mother endlessly happy and therefore it makes the rest of us happy Over the years, we have experimented with other Yule log variations, and none of them are as good as the original. Also, the music is just like really basic. It's like a brass band playing, you know, Joy to the World and Jingle Bells and, you know, the basics. It's really straightforward. It doesn't get too fancy. So that's where we're starting off with. And I think it is nice to remember that it really did start as. A local tradition that had a real purpose because now that we have the entirety of the internet there's like a
1: lot of other versions of this that you can get and they get weird janelle oh yes eliza as is christmas tradition and in my heart the true christmas spirit we're about to get really fucking weird
0: that i would say is the best yule log Um, But I think there's an argument to be made, which we'll get to later, that it might only be the second best Yule log. But like I said, we'll get to that later. First, let's talk about some of
1: the lesser, shittier options. Indeed, there are uh, many pretenders to the throne of the Yule log of old, uh, the New Yorker's local favorite. But my personal favorite, as a uh, true blue Texan who never experienced the uh, local Yule log of the tri-state area, is Netflix's Fireplace for Your Home. crackling sound lets you know it's authentic. Like many of you, I've spent the last several years living in a place that has no fireplace. And so the crackling fireplace for your home on Netflix has been a a real touchstone for me. Uh, and this this particular version of it, the crackling yule log, it really it gives you something. You know, it doesn't have the kitsch of the original, but it's it's got a simplicity. It has a, it has a beautiful honesty to it, I would say. You just sit and you watch very tight, close up on a fireplace, right? You're just watching these logs in real time. And what really makes it for me, Eliza, is the crackling. Now, do I want to put my PhD level analytical skills to work on what it means to have a, a, a simulation of a fire on Netflix? Yes. I do, but it's Christmas, and I don't want to work that hard. So let me just talk about the music selection here. Now, the thing about the crackling Yule log of the fireplace for your home is that the music is objectively terrible. It is straight-up elevator music for Christmas. It is basically chiptune, and I don't enjoy that. So really, as we all know, the, the proper way to enjoy the fireplace for your home Yule log edition is to uh, find the version without the music. That's just the crackling, just pure crackling. I mean, I just spent last night with my family, Eliza, um, sitting around a fireplace at our little uh, pied de terre in central Texas, listening to real fire crackling in front of us. And while that is good, there is just something particularly magical and Christmas-like about ha- putting this sucker on and having fake, you know, full crackling sounds playing as you open your presents. And seriously, as we talked about, one of the beautiful things about this is that it gives everyone this kind of sense of uh, the the representatives of Christmas, the sort of cultural touchstones of Christmas, the, the, the symbols of Christmas that we think of in the U.S., particularly a roaring fireplace being one of them. And as a person who grew up in a place where it was rarely cold at Christmas, where it's rarely cold at all, putting these fireplaces on is sort of a treat. You know, we don't have to pretend like it's cold outside. We can just put on the TV and live the reality show of a Christmas fire, which, you know, in South Texas is about as good as it gets. But I want to talk also about the sort of um, the existential experience of sitting for an hour and watching a fire fall apart. Now, in real life, what's kind of beautiful about that is that you're in communion. You know, you have a live experience with the fire. But with this Netflix version, this crackling fireplace for your home, you are up close and personal in high definition with the destruction of wood. And there has to be something there, I think, poetically, about winter, the death of things, the rebirth of things. I really just want to focus instead on... This uh, idea that, yes, that the the writer Jenny O'Dell um, talks about in her book, How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy. What I personally love about the crackling Yule log is in its simplicity, it truly allows you to sit in front of a screen. And while that is doing something, it allows you to sit in front of the screen and zone out for a full hour. There's no plot. There's no social media engagement that you have to be doing. You can just do what our ancestors of old did, sit around a fire and watch it fall apart, and in a way that sort of resists the constant hustle and bustle of the Christmas season in the U.S. the the hypercapitalism of it all, the consumerism of it all. And in that way, maybe I'm coming around, Eliza, to thinking that the yule log fireplace for your home is among my favorites. I mean, obviously, we all know what the best one is, and, and like as you said. We're going to get to that, listeners. But this is a close second for me.
0: Okay, so obviously you have the versions that are just other videos of fireplaces with other music behind them. But from there, things start to get weird. <laughs> and I want to put forth one of the weirdest ones I found in my deep dive down the internet rabbit hole of Yulog adjacent videos. Which is on Hulu, there is an offering called Stuck Santa. And it is a 45 minute video of a fireplace or rather sort of a cardboard cutout of a fireplace with two Santa feet dangling in the fireplace as if Santa is stuck in the chimney right above the fireplace. And for 45 minutes, the two feet kick back and forth while a weird sort of fakely low Santa voice mumbles and giggles to himself and calls out for help and is unaided he sort of goes hello anyone there hello hmm. Ho, ho, ho. Mm, mm, I'm stuck like for 45 minutes it's so <laughs> weird and the fact that someone had the idea to make this and then made it and then Hulu bought it is like so beyond wild to me because the whole point of these Yule Logs, like whatever the variations are, there's the versions with cats. There's, you know, the versions that are in grander living rooms or, you know, whatever, but like they're supposed to be cozy and sort of fun to have on in the background, but like not particularly distracting. (laughs) And I feel like if I were like at a party and this weird video of like creepy pedo Santa stuck in the chimney was just looping in the background I would be incredibly creeped out the whole time and not able to focus on my eggnog. So I think I think that one may win for the weirdest and there's some weird ones but Stuck Santa has got to be the worst. Hulu get your shit together. Hulu has a few Ulog adjacent type videos and I would say a way better offering from them than the creepy Santa would be a video which is very stupidly named Two Tickets to Christmastown, which is really just a Yule Log video that has a little train that's set up in a circle around the Christmas tree, and so when you watch the video you can see the fire in the background, but the focus is more on this train that continually goes around the Christmas tree. I think it captures the idea of a Yule Log video, right? Like it's cozy, it's cute, it's got that kind of nostalgia thing of the train set around the Christmas tree, The biggest problem is that it doesn't have any non-diegetic sound. Like, all the sound is from the actual scene, which means there's a little bit of crackling in the background, but honestly, it's mostly the sound of this train just going around and around, which is, like, really loud, not particularly pleasant white noise. Um, So I think they could have benefited from either upping the fireplace sound so it's more like fireplace crackling or just covering it with music like most of these do um, because I wouldn't actually want to play this for like a full 45 minutes because the sound would get really grating. But it's cute to have on in the background if you wanted to put it on on silent. So yeah, there, I mean, there's some really weird ones out there, Janelle, in addition to like the creepy ones we've already talked about. I mean, on Hulu, there's a whole How to Train Your Dragon Yule Log video uh, that's called How to Train Your Dragon Snuggle Tog Log. And it's, it's like a CGI animated Yule Log, but with the characters from How to Train Your Dragon running through it. I mean, I'm sure there's some kid somewhere who loves that, but like, what a weird thing for someone to have spent a ton of animating time on. Um, there's lots of ones with dogs and cats running through. I mean, you can find those sort of endlessly. And of course, there's the happiest season, Holiday Yule Log. You want to talk about that?
1: I don't think I have ever been more um, motivated to say, get thee behind me, Satan than while watching this Yule Log video. The idea of it is that you watch the Yule Log with the cast and crew of the Happiest Season. Now, if this were like, I don't know, let's say Love Actually, watch a Yule Log with the cast of Love Actually, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Are we all sitting around the fire? Are we drinking Christmas punch together? Are we talking about how lovely London is in the summer? That's not what's happening here. Instead, what we are presented with is the mantelpiece of a uh, an upper-middle-class to upper-class home with several uh, stockings hanging over. There are your standard-issue sort of Hobby Lobby decorations around, framed photos that include pictures of the cast, one magical um, photo that changes when the music changes because, oh yeah, did I mention that the music behind this Yule Log, behind this fireplace is the soundtrack? To the happiest season? Oh yeah. And there is one magical photograph on the wall that changes to the face of the artist singing whatever song is playing in the background. Between those changes, between each song, a member of the cast of the movie or the crew comes up and wishes you a Merry Christmas in the magical picture frame. Oh, I'm already so tired. But it gets worse. The Yule log is not just a crackling, you know, simple, beautiful fireplace. It's changing magical colors like someone threw flu powder into it. It's green and then it's red and then it's yellow and it's blue. And I don't enjoy this. It's very busy. There's a lot going on. It makes me feel like I'm in a Christmas display at a Walmart. And I know that I sound like very bad right now, that I sound very mean. But you know what? If 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 I am going to be sitting on a streaming service for which I pay something like $8 a month, um, to watch a, a, a log burn that I could be burning myself in my front yard. I don't want to feel like I'm watching an hour long ad. And that's, that's what this is. And, and I just, what's most hurtful about it is, is Tegan and Sarah. Tegan, Sarah, you know better than this. Why are you in this? it's so hurtful. When I saw your photo come up and I heard your song, I thought, yes, I get it. It's a lesbian rom-com at Christmas and you kind of have to be on the soundtrack, but why? Why allow yourselves to be part of this monstrosity, this absolute nightmare that is going to haunt my Christmas dreams? Yeah, Eliza, Stuck Santa is probably the worst, but oof. The happiest season might fill me with the most rage.
0: So one of the sort of cozy, adorable versions of the Yule Log that I was able to find on YouTube is called A Very Happy Yule Log. Uh, It starts with your basic Yule Log setup. It's got a fireplace with two uh, stockings hung over it. You can see a little bit of a tree. There's lots of decorations. The camera doesn't really move. Um, At the start of it, however, there are a cat and a dog sleeping in pet beds directly in front of the fireplace. And throughout the three-hour-long video, which I have to assume is looped, but I honestly didn't watch it long enough to figure that out entirely, the cat and the dog sort of get up and wander away and then come and wander back and then get up and wander away again, and then they play. And then for a while there's just the fireplace, and then the cat comes back. The one thing that's confusing is that at one point like i said at the beginning they're like in a cat bed and a dog bed and then at one point the camera just shifts to the christmas tree and then cuts back to the fireplace and the dog and cat bed are gone and from there on the dog and cat just continually walk back and forth in front of the thing um so i'm not sure why they didn't just leave them there or not have the dog bed there from the beginning or show someone moving it Like, it's a weird sort of hand of God moment that feels unnecessary for what was otherwise a really straightforward one-shot scene. Um, Maybe they just couldn't get the animals to behave enough and they couldn't do it seamlessly, so decided they had to cut. I don't know. It's a little unclear. Uh, The thing that I think, you know, I get the idea. It's cute. There's animals. People like dogs. They like puppies. You know, like, it's, it's good. The fireplace itself is, like, really elaborate I mean it looks like a fireplace out of a commercial for home goods or Williams Sonoma or something like no one actually hangs this much greenery around their fireplace and like the lighting bill just for this one corner of the room must be astronomical So it doesn't give me that same sort of cozy home feel because it feels a little too overdone and fake. Like, I wouldn't want to touch anything in this living room because I'd be afraid if I moved it out of place, like, the showroom manager would get mad at me. Um, Yeah, so I I think it's a a decent attempt, but it doesn't warm the heart, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, We all know in our heart of hearts what the best Yule log is. Uh, And it is... Nick Offerman's Yule Log.
0: Yes, obviously the Nick Offerman's Yule Log is the best Yule Log. They took a classic and they improved upon it.
1: Brought to us by Lagavulin Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, which is a personal favorite of mine. We have Nick Offerman sitting in front of a roaring fire, drinking scotch for 45 minutes and not saying a damn thing. There's no music. There's very little crackling. There is the light swish of a single malt scotch, and that, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, is exactly how I want to spend my New Year's Eve, just staring at Nick Offerman, sitting in front of a fire. It's
0: so funny, and, like, it doesn't stop being funny. Look, this is a single cut. This is one endless cut. He is just staring at this camera for 45 minutes. What do you think it was like for them whoever is behind the camera do you think they were trying to get him to laugh like did they have to do multiple takes of this that were 45 minutes long and you know one of the
1: things that i really love about this too is that it is it is deeply self-aware it it is playing on nick offerman's you know public persona in a really brilliant way how he is ron swanson but not exactly ron swanson he's a more liberal more inviting ron swanson and 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 because of that this 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 eulog gives us everything. It has holiday cheer. It has uh, alcohol. It has danger. I mean, there's a point about 20 minutes in where he crosses his legs and raises his eyebrows. What's going to happen? There's tension. It's 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 really a thriller of a kind. And also, it's very romantic. It's very sexy. It's Nick Offerman just being hot in front of a roaring fire. And it makes me think about the the book that he wrote with his wife, Megan Mullally, The Greatest Love Story Ever Told in Oral History, which is, if you haven't read it, incredible. Like, go find it, go read it in front of a fireplace, ideally drinking Bulin. And um, I don't know, Eliza, it's really difficult to say much more than to just direct everyone to go watch this. I mean, it is absolute perfection personified. And it is what all of us want at Christmas, regardless of our gender, sexuality, race, creed, nationality, religion. It is the great unifier. It doesn't even need to be for Christmas. Honestly, I could sit and watch this Yule Log any time of the year. Dead heat of July, I'm there. August by the beach, yes. Hook me up with a fire with Nick Offerman drinking Lagavulin. I want Lagavulin too. Anyone? If you're a fan of the show and you want to send me some Lagavulin, just let me know. and DM me for my address. I would love some. Merry Christmas and thank you.
0: Honestly, a brilliant move on the part of Lagavulin. God bless Nick Offerman. Look, this might have been a silly episode. I know that you guys come here to hear our, you know, actual media takedowns of movies, but there is something really interesting about this trend and the fact that it's so popular that people keep remaking it over and over and over again. Like I said, my family plays the Yule Log every year while we open presents. And I know a lot of people who have a fireplace and still play the Yule Log there's something charming about it. There's something nostalgia about the kitsch of it, that sort of 60s kitsch that we've all learned to associate with Christmas. You know, I, there's a much longer essay to be had about where our cultural beliefs in what a traditional Christmas is come from because it's a weird mesh of, like, Charles Dickens' Personal Christmas nostalgia and then a post war nostalgia that America has glommed onto and held onto even now, 75 years later. Um, Janelle and I could talk about that for a long time, and I'm sure we will at some point. But in the meantime, I hope that this entertained you. I hope that you find a Yule log that makes you feel cozy and happy. And I hope whatever holiday you celebrate, however, you are celebrating this year that you can sit back with a cup of hot chocolate or some nice tea and just relax for a few minutes. We love you guys. Thanks for keeping this podcast going with your support and your love. And we will talk to you in the new year. Merry Christmas, Janelle.
1: Merry Christmas, Eliza. And a happy new year. And hey, that goes for all of you, too.